0: Thank you for joining me. This is your host, Tracy Moxie, and you are listening to Living With Your Thoughts podcast. This is episode number 116, Your Unemotionally Available Parent. How many of you struggle with this? How many of you are in your adult life still looking for the acknowledgement, validation, And sometimes it's not only that, sometimes it's just you wish your parents actually ask you questions about your life, what's happening in your life, what are you doing, just showing some interest. And what is the effect of playing this, or let me rather say telling the story to ourselves, where we continually looking for this external validation and to make us feel better, to make us feel worthy because every child needs to feel that. And if your parents cannot do that, we definitely do suffer and we definitely carry this through our entire life. So what can we do about it? <laughs> How can we turn to inwards? How can we stop Having these expectations, these needs filled by our parents. And the this is where this is where it gets tricky because as a child, you absolutely have to have those needs. You cannot, you you can't do it for yourself as a child. As a child, you need your parent to be emotionally available. You need your parent to get down to your level, understand what you're going through, recognize that you are sad, frightened, upset, and just acknowledge that feeling instead of just brushing it off or not even acknowledging it all. So when we as adults now feel that way, our little version of ourselves still crying out for that, your parents can't give it to you. They cannot ever Go back and give you what you what your little child what you needed as a little child. So the book is closed or the movie's ended or however you want to think. We cannot go and we can replay it, and this is what you do all the time. You replay it, but we can't go and change those events, right? What happened happened. What happened when you were four, five, six, seven, however old you were, it happened. So what what do we do now? How do we take these Deep, deep-seated emotions that keep coming up and keep reminding us of what we didn't get when we were a child. How do we? How do we take that now? What do we do with it? So there's a there's a couple of things. But first of all, we need to acknowledge. We need to acknowledge, accept, and forgive. We need to look at our parents with a different perspective. We need to go right. My parents or parent, or caregiver, whoever it was that that was not giving you and filling your needs, we have to say that person was doing the best they could with the tools they had. That person is unemotionally available because they don't even know what to do with emotions. They have never been taught to be in touch with emotions or empathize. empathize with people or they are struggling with their own stuff, their own battles. So they do not have the tools. So if you can look at them going, they were doing the best they could with the tools they had at the time of, of of your parenting. And maybe they still are like that. Maybe they haven't changed. But if you can look at it in a different perspective that yes, they loved you and they provided for you and they thought they were doing the best that they could possibly do. And even if they didn't, they didn't have the tools. They didn't know how to bring down some of their own walls. or get. Because if they let that all out, that means they had to deal with you and their emotions. And you would have, as a child, triggered their emotions. So we have to acknowledge that first. And then we have to accept it. This is the hard part. We have to accept that they may never be in touch with their emotions. That's just who they are. This is their journey that they are walking. We have to accept that. And we have to just love them for who they are. So we have to accept, acknowledge and forgive them for what they were doing the best they could. And once you can do all that, it will free you. And then when you don't have all these expectations on this person... Parent caregiver, when we don't have expectations, and we can turn inwards and find our own way to recognize ourselves, because loads of people can tell you how amazing you are, how wonderful. And if you don't believe it yourself, it's not going to make an ounce of difference. It might help in that moment, but you're going to still carry all these feelings. So we have to turn inward, and this and and this is where. It might sound a bit crazy, but this is where you need to go. Little, say your name is Sam. Little Sam, I've got your back. I'm with you. I've protected you all our lives. And I always will protect you. So you have to do some inner child work. You have to go and acknowledge when it was that you suffered from this and it's not big T trauma, but it's still trauma. When you are, when your needs are not filled as a child, it does become trauma. So you have to go and do some inner child work and go and give your inner self. Because only you can do that. Only you know what you're feeling. Your parents don't know exactly how you're feeling. Only you know what you're feeling because you have experienced it. So only you can now go back in time and sit with your younger self and... Um, I gave a beautiful example the other day of um, someone that I coach that I just I just said, you know what, when you're picking those apples off the apple tree, bring your younger self into it. Tell her, oh, aren't we having fun? Look what we're doing. We're together, you know. Bring your bring your inner self, your younger self, into your life now and, and liaise with, with her or him. Bring it, and I know it sounds silly, but our inner child stays with us our whole life. It's part of us. Those experiences are are part of us and how we feel. And and the stories that we tell ourselves come from our inner child and they carry on through our lives. So connect with your inner child. Connect with your inner child and go and spend time with your inner child, giving your inner child what you want and fill your own needs. Because then there's never going to be a day when you are disappointed. There's never going to be a day when you heal those wounds that you have. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing because you will feel the sense of peace. Unemotional unemotional people do not have the capacity to give you what you want. And as I said, even if they could do it now, they still can't go back in time and give your four, five, six-year-old what. He or she needed at the time, so it is up to you, and you can do it. I've done it. I'm talking from experience. <laughs> I'm talking from experience that when I I I I, I went to nine, I moved nine times in my 12 year school period. I moved to nine times. That means walking through a new door, making new friends, not knowing where I was going, having to fit in. That is huge trauma for a child to have to go through. It made me more resilient. It made me depend on me. I've got my own back. I walk through this life not expecting anything from anyone. If someone doesn't show up in an appointment, it doesn't disappoint me. I just go, that's not meant to be today. And great, I can get on with something that I actually needed extra time to do. Or if I didn't have anything to do, I can go outside and and be outside in nature, take my dog, for go for a cycle. It's my time now, yay, I get to have my time. So it's all about perspective. So I encourage you to acknowledge, accept, and forgive that person that was unavailable. Look at them through different eyes, softer eyes, and have grace for them. We never condone the behavior. But we do want to forgive, because not forgiving, we sit with that. And we the ones that suffer, because we're still having this these expectations. And if you can have discussions with that person, if they're open for you, then talk to them. Tell them how you feel. Tell them you don't expect that it all can be changed now. But if it's, it's weighing heaven, if you can have that discussion with them, bring it up. It'll make you feel better getting off your chest, and maybe you get some beautiful insight or... You know, they, they say what they had no idea of, of what they had done or caused or 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 they may admit to not having the capacity to do anything about it. So if you can have the conversation, have the conversation. If you're very bitter and angry, write a letter. You don't even have to get them give them the letter, but get these thoughts and the story that you keep telling yourself and get it out on paper, have a look at it. And if you have to have a little burning ceremony, then have a burning ceremony. They don't ever have to get that letter, but it'll be good for you. Writing is also healing. I would love your feedback. I would love for you to share what you've been through. It helps other people cope with the things they have to cope with. So sending much love to all of you. I would love, love, love your feedback. You can find me on Facebook, LinkedIn and Instagram. And sending much love and holding, I really hold the vision and the space for you to walk this path of healing that you don't have to be feel this way because it affects your life. You can't put this in a box with a padlock and think it doesn't affect your life. It absolutely affects your life. Until next week, sending much love.